Hello and welcome back to episode 5 of Taking My Life Back. My name is Casey Jensen and this is a podcast full of self-love, eating disorder recovery, chit-chats, and just kind of fun, positive conversations. So this week's episode, I am excited to announce that I have a guest on and I'll let her introduce herself and for every guess I want them to say something they like about themselves even if it's physical or something they're proud of that that they did I think it's a good way to talk and start the podcast and then we'll start with the affirmation and then we'll get into what we're going to be talking about today so go ahead and introduce yourself hi I'm Kylie um and for those who don't know Kylie is my cousin and she is also my bestie for ever right Kelly yes okay so she's kind of nervous we're gonna talk about that um but we're gonna start with an affirmation and then we'll kind of get into what we're gonna be talking about so for this week's affirmation I kind of chose it revolving around what we're gonna be discussing and even Kylie being here I think it's a good affirmation so this week's affirmation is Everyone I meet accepts me for the fantastic person that I am, and I do believe that it's very true, and I also wanted to state my friends are exactly who I need in my life, and that is important because I think the people who are in your life now are the people that are meant to be in your life, and the people who go out of your life are okay to go out, and we'll kind of get into a lot of that. And also, the people who are in your life Like, for instance, with me, when I was at my biggest weight, a lot of the people that are in my life then are in my life now, and you just see that they're not in my life for my body, they're not in my life for the way I look, they're in my life because we really just have a connection or a bond or a friendship, or me and Kylie, we're cousins, we just love each other, and that's not going to change anything no matter how I look, right? Okay, so for this week's podcast, um, we're going to basically be touching on how my eating disorder affected my relationships with my family, because she is my cousin, and she's also my friend, and it did have a big effect on my friendships too, so I'll kind of ask her questions, let her tell her side of the story and all of that. So to start, I'm going to ask her... When did you notice that I was changing and kind of developing like a disordered eating way? Um, I felt like it was kind of like in October and of 2020. Yeah, of 2020 and you just weren't eating, you like you were still having fun, you were drinking, but like mm-hmm. I could tell like you were getting skinnier and skinnier and just your attitude like changed and so, like, scared. in what way? Like, before, how was my attitude? And then how did it change? I mean, like, you were always happy. Like, you wanted to go everywhere. We wanted to go get boba. We wanted to go shopping. And then, all of a sudden, like, you didn't want to do that anymore. And I would ask you, like, let's go get acai bowls at mm-hmm. um, Badger Bowls. And you would be like, no. Like, I would beg you. And yeah. you don't want to come. For, like, we would have boba every Monday and... And I did realize that in myself, too. Like, I was just changing, and it was kind of a fear or having, like, 
I don't know if I've talked about this, but having, like, a fear of, oh, they're going to ask me, like, let's go eat or stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it was just, like, maybe if I just turn them down and stay in my own little bubble, like, I could just keep doing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And it technically wasn't me. Like, I literally felt like a different person, right? Like, yeah. it was the voice in my head telling me, like, you don't deserve to eat or you shouldn't be going out and eating this many times a week or ice cream's bad for you, boba's bad for you, like, things like that. Mm-hmm. So, how did that make you feel, like, kind of me changing and all that? Uh, it made me really sad. Like, I just feel like we were drifting apart at one point, and we wouldn't text as much, and I would want to, like, visit you, and then when I did, it just seemed like you weren't in the mood, and I don't want to bug you, and I felt yeah. sad, like, it just made me super sad and upset. And I think that yeah. happened with a lot of my relationships was, like, if mm-hmm. you notice, like, with family, like, I would stop kind of, not, like, going to family events, but it was just, I was dissing myself from everyone, and I think everyone started to kind of notice. Yeah. Because it does, it really does consume you, and, like, even people making compliments, like, my family, like, oh, wow, Casey, you look so good, like, mm-hmm. it was hard to take, and I think Kylie was probably the one of the people that never did that, she's always been very cautious of what she said, or... And it's not that people meant to say that. It was kind of yeah. just, they said it, and it was it was taken, to me, a different way than how they wanted it to come out. Like, they wanted it to come out a compliment. And that mm-hmm. was the biggest thing, was I was changing a lot, and if I were to come around or something, people would start noticing, or all of that. Yeah, so. I agree. What else do you want to say? Um, I just... I don't know, there's a lot that changed. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, um, like, the other night, I was looking through my Snapchat, and I went all the way back to, like, um, last May, and we were in the tent, and we were having mm-hmm. fun, and that's, I think, when you started, like, your weight loss journey, and you were just, like, I look at the videos, and you're dancing, you're happy, like, shake your booty. Yeah, because we, this was during quarantine, huh? And yeah. And we were, like... Let's have a sleepover in the backyard. Like, I feel like it was what people were doing, and it was just cool. And we were like, let's do that. And that is a good thing to point out because, like I said in the last episode or one episode, having, like, not eating enough, not feeling your body is very draining, and it drains your body. So it also was hard for me to just have the energy to do anything. Like, yeah. dancing like that was, mm-hmm. like, a mission. Like, it was a task. Yeah, and then, like... I would go, I went to the next month, and I wanted to see, because I was thinking to myself, like, oh, I want to see how Casey changed each month. Mm-hmm. And, like, you could visibly, like, see difference in, like, every month. You you look different. Your attitude looks different. Yeah. And then there's one where we're in the band room, and we're eating, like, chips and everything. And I remember you telling me that night. You are like, my mom was like, um, like, are you sure you should be eating that? And then I could tell it made you, like, feel a little bad. And I think that was the last time, like, one of the last times we ever ate, like, junk food like that together. Yeah. Yeah, and and like I said, I don't blame anyone for any of the things, but little comments that people would make, like, it did get to me a lot. And Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think it was my full eating disorder or all of that that caused me to distance myself from people. I think... It has to do with a lot of anxiety and depression, and people do that, like, on a daily basis. Like, they just 
want to stay in their own little bubble because of the anxiety or the depression. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, fully focused on, like, my eating and all that. I mean, do you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. And I think a lot of people deal with that, right? Anxiety and depression, yeah. Mm-hmm. I get nervous, like, just, I don't know, about everything, overthink, I have anxiety around people. And, and it makes you question, like, well, maybe I shouldn't do this or mm-hmm. stuff. And so where does your anxiety come from? Um, if you want to share. It's, like, social anxiety, I feel like. Being around a lot of people, like, even just, like, in a restaurant or something, it kind of mm-hmm. freaks me out. Just because, I don't know, I just feel like everyone's watching me. I feel embarrassed. Yeah, and how do you think that, like, affects, like, your day-to-day tasks, like, wanting to go do stuff with friends? Do you think it affects it? Um, a little bit, because I don't like to do stuff by myself. Like, I always want someone to come with me, or I, I just get, like, nervous. I don't know how to explain it. No, yeah, that is true, and I do think, like, having anxiety, like, one day you'll be fine, and I think in an instant it just hits and you're like whoa I don't want to be in this situation or I don't want to mm-hmm. do this activity and that was like a lot of my thing and I think anxiety comes and like you said social anxiety mine was just food around food like mm-hmm. you have anxiety for a lot of different things and half the time you can't explain it like you're like I don't know where this came from I don't know how why it's here or what mm-hmm. happened and it comes on full force so yeah I do believe in that um how do you think, um, did you notice my confidence change from when I started my weight loss mm-hmm. to, like, when I was really skinny and, like, you know, all that? Yeah, definitely. I You just weren't as happy and you didn't care what people said about you. Like, like when people, oh, I don't want to say it, but when we, would, when we went to Target and mm-hmm. you got that bathing suit and then... Someone was like, are you sure you should get that bathing suit? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I don't care. Like, I'm going to get it. And I was like, yeah, you should get it. Like, if you like it, then why not, you know? Oh, and yeah, I do remember that. You didn't care. Like, you're like, I'm going to wear it, and I'm going to feel confident. And then now it's, like, a little different. Like, I feel like you down-talk yourself, and you're like, I don't oh. like how I look. And that makes me sad because... Yeah, and, like, people on the podcast are saying, like, how do you get the motivation to have self-love I don't have it every day but at the end of the day you just have to point out the good or focus on the good because if you're just going to focus on the negative or the flaws about you it's gonna Mm -hmm. it's gonna have an effect but if you just be like push it off or have that one bad day and then move on from it but don't Mm -hmm. always dwell on the bad things which I think are important like stop picking out your flaws picking out on the good things Mm -hmm. or just like I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And all that. And like you said, yeah, I didn't care what that person thought because it was my body and it was, I liked it. I, it was for me and it made me happy. But now if I were, someone were to be like, maybe Mm -hmm. you shouldn't buy that, it would be a lot different situation. Like, I'd be like, whoa. And that's another thing. It's not necessarily me. It's the voice being like, did you hear what that person said? Or like. Yeah. And that makes me like really upset because I feel like who would even like tell you that like knowing how that might make you feel like I just don't understand and I think a lot of people like words do like have an effect and Mm -hmm. like on the way people think like you'll take long words a lot differently than other people would say Mm -hmm. that's why like I always want to make sure like I don't tell you the wrong thing and then if I feel like I do I like think about the whole night I'm like oh my god 
I hope Casey didn't take that the wrong way, or I hope, like, she doesn't feel a certain way. I just feel super Yeah, but then cautious. again, you don't want to have to worry about what you say in front of me or anyone you know you just yeah and some people just take it different and you just have to that's why you have to use cut words kindly or how I said in one of the podcasts like I have to do homework or I think I've told you this like mm-hmm. I have to do this I have to do this no you get to do this or the words of affirmation why I say it every day in the beginning because words do have an effect and mm-hmm. like Anything you say can have an effect on your full day, and even if it's what other people are saying to you, too. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you. Yes. Did you, like, notice when your, like, your relationship with food was, like, getting bad, or you were overworking out, or anything like that? Because I remember, like, telling you, because you would be like, I work out every day, and I don't eat certain things, or I drink a lot of water instead of, like, eating food, and I was like, Casey, like, that's bad for you and you would get like really defensive like Kylie it's fine like Mm -hmm. stop yeah and then that's a good question so actually I didn't notice that in the moment you know like I didn't notice that I thought I was doing good like oh yeah I'm losing weight I'm losing weight like this is what I should be doing like this is what I should be doing basically like Mm -hmm. and then everyone was praising it like Mm -hmm. oh she's losing weight so then I felt the pressure of I need to keep losing weight or I need to lose more weight and overwork my body and work out and all this stuff. And now looking back, I see, like, I seen from me eating healthy, yes, but I didn't, like, track every calorie I ate. Mm -hmm. But looking back, then it started escalating, like, eating little to little to little to little to then just restricting my body so much, overworking my body so much, caring, like, if the number didn't go down that week, looking at the scale kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is true. Like, I didn't notice in the moment, but now when I look back at it, I definitely notice. I think that's another thing. How I know I'm in a good headspace is I'm very acknowledging, like, all the bad things that were happening. Yeah, because in the moment, too, like, I didn't notice that you were, how defensive you were getting, like, I was thinking, like, because I always, when I talk to you, I'm like, oh, Casey's, like, right most of the time. Like, you, like, kind of teach me stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, maybe she's right. Maybe I'm just overthinking it. But then when I looked back at it, I'm like, no, maybe I was telling her, like, maybe she shouldn't have done that. And maybe she actually was, like, in the wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily, like, in the beginning, it wasn't, like, how it is, like, how it got, like, me being very restrictive or not eating like it was a healthy way of losing weight and that's yeah. why I think it goes on to last week's episode of anti-diet like mm-hmm. they get in your head or like you start losing more and more weight and then you're like feel expected like how I said or it's just like something you think you should do yeah I think it's just once you start to see a change you like it you're proud of it and mm-hmm. you just want to keep going and going but at some point it's too much and you have to realize that. And some people do it in a healthy way, and that's very little few people, I think, like, mm-hmm. to be able to have be on a diet all the time. And what is your take on diets? Um, I feel like you should just eat whatever you want to eat. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, don't eat junk food and don't go overboard and drink soda and chips all the time. But, like, mm-hmm. if you're hungry, just eat. And I feel like... That's one of the things for you. Like, you think, I just need to eat three meals a day. But you wake up very early and you go to bed early. Mm-hmm. 
you should be eating more, I believe. That's yeah. my opinion. Yeah, so, um, I do agree, like, I think it will take, recovery is such a, mm-hmm. like, a big, It's a process. Yeah. Like, it's not gonna change overnight mm-hmm. for you. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize, is, like, um, they're like, well, just stop thinking about it, just stop doing yeah. it. It's like, no, you can't just stop doing it. Like, it's a, it's a disordered eating, like, it's mm-hmm. a problem. And, like, you can't just stop it, but you can like take the steps like I definitely took the steps like making a podcast opening up about it or Mm -hmm. making sure I do eat my three meals a day like actually eating rather than not eating anything you know and I do think it's very noticeable and I think but I yeah and it is a process I think everything is with that yeah it comes with a process I feel like there's one point where I was getting like really frustrated with you not because like I mean, it's not your fault, but I was like, why isn't she eating more? Why can't she just, like, stop exercising? Why can't she do all that? But I know you can't. Like, you don't have control over that. And I know it takes a while. And I had to, like, keep reminding myself of that. Yeah, I think a lot of people, like, they were just, like, scared. More scared than anything. And it Mm -hmm. made them, like, frustrated. Like, and I, I took it that, I didn't take it, like, offensively, like, when, people would get mad, like, just eat, or something, like, like, I know I should be eating, like, get mad at me, because it, like, helped me, like, fight for, like, being what I wanted, like, which was recovery, and another Mm -hmm. thing was, someone asked, I wanted to point out, like, what made you want to recover, what do you think really pushed me to recover? Um, your family, Mm -hmm. I feel like you want to get better for everybody else, but at the same time, you should want to be getting better for yourself, and I think you do. Mm-hmm. And because I think you realize, like, you do genuinely have a problem, but there's, like, I don't know. It's just still things that I think you could still improve on in yeah. some ways. But it's, I mean, it's still hard. You're still going to, it's going to take a long time. Like, this isn't going to be something you're going to heal from in, like, months. Mm-hmm. Like, it could take years, and it's hard. And Yeah, so uh, I think, like, when that goes with anything, like, anything is a process, you know, and mm-hmm. it takes time. And, um, that is very true, um, recovery for me is definitely my family, like, one thing I did notice was we have such little girls in our family, like, Mm -hmm. all the younger kids are little, and they're younger than us, and I just think, like, they look up to us, like, how do you want them to look and perceive the way they take their bodies or they mm-hmm. look at themselves like you want them to feel beautiful and stuff or empowered like you don't want them to look at you and be like oh like this is you know like yeah and so I think that was one of the things was like my even my niece was like like I want someone I want to be someone that she looks up to and is proud not someone that mm-hmm. is always sad or not wanting to go on walks with her being able to go on like bike rides and stuff because I have no energy mm-hmm. and another thing was I'm sure you know like I've always wanted to be a mom and that was yeah. something that I fought for and I'm still fighting for like to be able to be a mom and all that like mm-hmm. what's your take on that I mean it's possible I think it is possible I think you just really have to work for it and just keep improving like all the things you're doing you're doing really good right now I feel like Mm -hmm. I just feel like you could stop exercising a little bit and that is a whole nother topic of exercising and stuff yeah and that's what worries me like you're doing good with your meals but the exercising like that's not gonna help you 
mm-hmm. if you don't cut it down. Because I know you like to be active, mm-hmm. but it has to be a moderate. And that's what I talked about, I think, maybe it was in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I think something I struggle with, because I know everyone still struggles with everything, and this is a recovery, so I'm, of course I'm going to have struggles. I'm not perfect. But listening to the movement of thy body, like, mm-hmm. you know, because it's important to listen to your body. Sometimes your body just wants to lay in, sit there all day, or sometimes yeah. it wants to go on a walk. And it's the same with eating. Like, you have to listen to your body. Mm-hmm. And I do think that is one of my struggles. If anyone wants to know my struggles, I still struggle with a lot. That is definitely one. Like, sometimes I think, well, maybe I shouldn't work out for, like, if I'm going to have an appetite or want to eat this much or something like that. And I have definitely gotten into the better mindset of it, but it's still in the back of my head, definitely there, you know? Yeah. I always, like, wondered, like, when you work out and, like, do you know it's bad for you? And, like... Like, now? Even before. No, before. Before? Like, you really started, like, recovering, like, a couple months ago. Before um, you were in the mindset you are now. I think I kind of 